Smile. I haven't seen it. Did you go to the cinema to see it? Mm. All right, okay, okay, all right, all right, okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. okay. So, so you can go to the cinema with other people, just not with me, huh? Yep. Interesting. I the hatred for you, please. Yeah. I the hatred. My my, Farhana went with uh, uh, Imran's wife and Hafsa to watch that. Smile. Yeah. It's a eighteen. Fifteen. It's an eighteen, I think. Fifteen, I think. A fifteen. Yeah, but whatever. She, she's thirteen. I mean, okay. Nothing, nothing in it, which what, is. What? She she liked it. She likes horror films. Who does? Hafsa. Really? Yeah, child one. I I I'd, okay. Fair she enough. likes the 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 sensation the psychiatric of side of it, the psychological side of oh, it. Oh, she wants to be a psychiatrist, right? Well, yeah. well, 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 inshallah, obviously, but yeah. you know what I mean. Nice to know. Uh, no, I, 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 you know. High expectations. I tell got her. High expectations. You know, recently, you've got. if you want to be a psychiatrist, you have to do a medical degree. Yeah. And it's crazy competitive, you know. The the yep. the min the bare minimum is not going to be enough for you, you know. So, uh, you have to step up, isn't it? You know. I, yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's up to you. You know, I've given her the. I said, if you need any help in in any areas, I'm obviously a, a dullard, a, a dumbo, so I'm not going to be able to help you. But I will find the relevant. Signpost. Required individuals Signpost. who can help you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but so we're gonna do. Have you seen Dune? Yes. So we can do Dune. Yep. We can do Midnight Mass. We can do Midnight Club as like a a, a dual one the because game. they're both by the same. No, I know that's what I thought, but no. Uh, Midnight Club is by um, Mike Flanagan as well. Midnight Club was uh, a rock star game, wasn't it? Um, I think it was produced maybe, by Rockstar. Maybe I'm not sure. How's your so. collection going? Interesting stuff, huh? Okay. And hello to you all out there, and welcome to Movies, TV, and Tangents. Hi, Mibs, and he's Raz. Say hello. Hello. Say hello, Brother Raz. Hello, Brother... Hello. Um, we hope you and yours have been well during these rather politically bizarre, feverishly festive, and seriously subdued of times. Mm. The effort's gone into that. I know. All references to uh, your personality or just the times? Who knows? Last time it was our thirtieth show, therefore this makes it our fiftieth. Good man. Needless to say, we will not be reviewing the twenty sixteen Rob Zombie directed movie Thirty One, or the lesser known TV series District Thirteen with an entire four hundred and seventy seven votes. District Thirteen. Yeah. Nor you said it was our thirty first. Yeah. Nor will we be looking at the thirty. No. Nor will we be looking at the thirty-one minutos, a Spanish children TV show. Thirty-one minutes. Yes. Um, anything to do with 13. thirty-one? Yeah, or thirteen yes. rather? Yeah. Uh, district thirteen. I've seen it. No, district thirty-one. You not, said not, district thirteen. No, I said thirty-one. No, you said thirteen. I know what I said. All right. Um, um, we will, however, be looking at what are we looking at this week, sir? What are we looking at? Uh, Midnight Mass, Midnight Club, Dune, and uh, The Watcher. Werewolf um, by Night and Smile. Werewolf by Night and Smile, yeah. Shall we um, parlay, old boy? All right, so you want to do... Let's do Midnight Club. Well, let's do Midnight Mass, actually, first. Let's do Midnight Mass. Because Midnight Mass was uh, before this. So Midnight Mass is a Netflix series, 2021, seven episodes... Uh, an isolated island community experiences miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. Uh, it stars Kate Siegel, Zach Guilford, um, Kristen Lehman, 
Uh, it's directed by Mike Flanagan, uh, the very famous Mike Flanagan for um, Haunting of Hill House. He's fast becoming the master and of horror. Doctor Sleep, which you you quite enjoyed. Gerald's Game, etc., etc. Right. So I watched this uh, with the. Uh, the wife she passed out the, the, the funny thing is the cast are all quite recognizable from something else they've got that kind of feel to them when i was watching i was like oh she's in or he's in and i couldn't remember what they were in but uh, re, uh you know very solid very solid cast um it follows the kind of usual trope of uh you know uh, drug addicted alcoholic kind of uh, uh, main protagonist as it were and then uh, or creepy who, or who we think is the main yeah cre- cre- creepy goings on it's production values are great there's some aerial shots of the island particularly in the last episode which really threw me back to 30 days of night uh, which i think we both enjoyed as well mm. the um ethan Hawk. ethan hawk uh film yeah, Ethan Hawke? No. no, no, it wasn't Ethan Hawke. It was... Um, From luck, uh, Lucky Number 11. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, don't tell me his name now. Don't tell me his name. I'll try and find it for you. Wait one sec. So it was, oh, um, no, no. This is one of those moments where I don't want to actually know... Josh oh, Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Thank yeah, you. Josh Hartnett. So, which, I, I mean, I enjoyed. I think you also enjoyed as well. We've, we've, we've talked about it a couple of times before. Um, and... It's a really solid show. I think seven episodes were too much. Uh, I think it could have been done in five. The way the show progresses, you know, with the the, the religious kind of zealots on on, on said island, um, followed the way I thought it was going to follow. Um, a lot of bystander apathy <laughs> from a lot of the individuals there, which is kind of like, oh well, we'll kind of just go with the, with the flow. Uh, when you think if they are relatively moderately intelligent, then perhaps they wouldn't make the decisions they make. Um, but I, I, I have to say, it, it, it's some 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 truly creepy moments. Some, you know, I, I was squirming in my seat for a couple of them. Uh, it's it's very visceral, uh, very raw kind of film, uh, television series probably. Uh, sorry, um, mini series. Mini series yeah. rather. It doesn't roll along at a, a tremendous pace. It, it, it builds it builds itself up nice and slowly. There's no quiet, quiet bang kind of moments in this. No. It's it's definitely more. Um, you know, I, I thought it was really, really well done. I rem- I remember after having watched it, I, I, I was I was satisfied by its conclusion, mm. and um, the character arcs, uh, and 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 the general sort of redemption i suppose at the end of 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 the main protagonist who's not really the main protagonist was good yeah I, 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 it's a solid seven and a half eight out of ten for me uh solid i'm using your your, your terminology here indeed um and yeah I, I i i'd recommend it to someone who is likes horror psychological creepy kind of shows I I saw this uh, I saw the advert for it many 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 moons ago right and so this is this has been out for a while actually I think it's 2020, 2020 something like that 2021 2021 um, and I saw this uh, a while back and it's been added to my watch list for for ages ago and then I thought and then I watched The Watcher and then I thought let me watch this as well um, this for me is a gem. Hmm. This is gen- this is this for me is one of the best 
Netflix horror um, productions I have seen in a very long time, maybe even the best. I thought it was acted really well. Mm-hmm. I thought there were loads of um, sort of turns that I didn't see happening. Dare I say there was a few Game of Thrones moments where you thought, okay, right, I'm following the, the, the director's making me follow or the creators are making me follow this chap because this guy is going to, it will be the savior. And it turns. we find out, you know, it's very that, well written. That, that he might not be. Yeah. It's very well written. The, the main, the main chap, the the the, the um, what's his name? Not Zach Guilford. Zach Guilford plays the uh, Riley, but the the priest, the, 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 the priest. Really good, earnest, very earnest very, in his very, face. Yeah. Very, very well acted. And there's a there's a there's a nurse nurse ratchet character mm. in there who you absolutely loathe from start to end. I thought it was good special effects. Um, it was a nice. It had a nice kind of paranormal twist to it as well, um, with the introduction of these, let's say, yeah, you know, but but just enough. It didn't. It kind of had elements of, but just little, you know, sort of uh, uh, sprinkles as opposed. Genuinely, there were moments where I didn't want it to end. Really? Yeah. It, wow. For me, it was that good. With moments where I, I thought, I, I want to stop watching this. Just take it in, reflect a bit, and then move on. Um, there were there, there was one episode where he kind of felt a little bit fillery. Bit of a filler, when, yeah. You know, when they're on the boat and they're, and they kind of yeah. talking about what does life mean, what does death mean, and blah blah blah. But even at the end of that, there's a payoff, isn't there? Because there is a payoff, yeah. which is yeah, which was really nicely done. Again, didn't see it coming. Mm. I didn't see it coming. Um, it's made by Mr. Flanagan, who I think I would say. A Outside of the haunting of Hill House or whatever he's done, I'd say this is his second best piece of work. For me, I think it got seven point seven or something like that. It's about right. I think that's about. I think that's about right. It is a for me. If you're a fan of Netflix, fan of horror, this is a must mm. see. It's a must, a must watch. And I love the way. It's just little things, man. That he just picks things up from the, you know, the whole the sheriff. Mm. You know, he's he's. I think we can say you know he's a Muslim, but the rest of the islanders are mm. are Christians, and, and and the kind of dynamics involved, and you know his sons. Yeah, afflicted. Will he? Yeah. Will he? Won't he? Type finding of thing. It difficult. And it's really interesting. Really nicely. Safety in numbers, I suppose. Really it? nice feel. Um, I, I I think like for me, top five Netflix wow. uh, production for me. I mean. I wouldn't quite say it's in the higher echelons of Ozark and stuff like that, but it's it's not too far. It was off. it was it was really Loved well it. made, really well acted, mm. and if if I'm going to be negative in any way, it was exactly as you said. There was there did have a feel of a filler um, in one episode, and I think that for that it it uh, it, it doesn't reach a you know a high eight nine. Mm. for me but yeah the the ending is satisfactory um the special effects are not mind-blowing but really well done uh and they look more um uh on on you know kind of like makeup uh and and and, and costume rather than cgi which i'm pretty much you know i've had up to yeah. up to my neck of now especially so after when, when uh, that when that being comes in yeah without spoiling it 
You like, are kind of spoiling well, it. Well, okay, but when, but, right. But you, it didn't feel... No, it didn't. It, uh, it was really, really well yeah. done. Yeah. Really well done. The backstory of the... Uh, of the uh, the cats of on the, the characters, beach. yeah, very, very, very clever, very clever. Yeah, I loved uh, it. I very loved good, very, very good surprised, show. very surprised. I didn't expect it, but very surprised, and um, definitely one I will be recommending oh, to yeah. to to horror people. Did you watch on your own? I did. Okay, I did. Uh, you watch most things on your own now. I do. Yeah, same. I'm just yeah. the way. You, you hear that? You hear that? That's the world's smallest no. violin playing no, just no, for no. you, my First friend. World problems. We didn't. We didn't do a quote, did we? No, you didn't. You gonna give me one? I got one. Okay, go on. With or without the accent? With, always with. There's no crying in baseball. It's one of my better ones, actually. Um, I I, I know it. I, I know. It's a classic. I, no, no, I know it's it. It's a classic. I know it, but um, I'll tell you the actor who did it. Go on. Tommy Boy, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks for nothing. Uh, it is. Um, ding, 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 it's not ding, big, ding, is it? Ding, ding, no. Go on. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Nineteen ninety-two. Gina Davis, Tom Hanks. Good film. I can't remember it. It's when obviously all the men uh, are in the war uh, during World War Two, mm. and so uh, the women's base women start playing baseball, etc. He he had a, a an article out recently, or he was interviewed for an article recently, and he said, "Look, I've only made four decent films. Did you read that?" No, I, d- I didn't, and I wish I had done because I'd love to kind of quote which four. I d- yeah, exactly. I think he's going to put Castaway in there, right? Ca- yeah, I've got uh, no doubt Castaway, and I think probably Forrest Gump. Yeah, Castaway, but what, Forrest but I'm intrigued Gump, as to Saving what Private were, Ryan. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't yeah. know, maybe. He oh, mentioned four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, fair play to him. He, he said, "Look, I've only done four good, um, four good films." I'm kind of like. So, what do you want to do next? Dune. Uh, yeah, let's do Dune. Right. So, Dune. Oh, funnily enough. <coughs> Excuse funnily, me. Oh, yeah, you're. <coughs> Sorry. you you yeah. Funnily enough, what? Uh, funnily enough, uh, A League of Their Own was the other one. What was it? Yeah, yeah. he's good in that. Um, so Dune is uh, a ballsy, I don't know if I can say that, a gutsy uh, outing by uh, my man, Denis Villeneuve, who you know I'm a big fan of uh, from I Arrival. Everyone, I think everyone's and, a big fan. And, uh, uh, sorry? I think everyone's a big fan of Yeah, uh, and uh, um, Blade Runner and et cetera, et cetera, right? So um, 2021, um, it's a James Herbert. A League of Their and, Own castaway... Forrest Gump and Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah, he probably put that one in. I'm saving, I'm surprised he didn't put Saving Private Ryan in there. Maybe he didn't make, maybe wasn't much of a, or as big of a prominent role. Anyway. So on. this is from a James Herbert classic novel, uh, getting the Dennis Villeneuve treatment. A noble family becomes embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset, while its heir becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. So this stars Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, blah, blah, blah. Very good cast. Um, So I watched this initially in the cinema and thought it was good, but I had issues with the sound design and couldn't hear large swathes of dialogue due to the Dolby Atmos 2D IMAX extravaganza that I was sitting in. This is a uh, a prevalent uh, issue for me now, and uh, I don't know whether I need to get my ears tested but the people I, the, the person I was with also said there were there were sections where the bass is so um, bassy, bassy for want of a better word, that you can't that hear. It's basically, 
So I thought it was good. <clears throat> my my uh, initial the reaction. Base? The base was good. No, no, the, the film. After I watched the film, I thought it was good, but obviously because I was missing certain sections of dialogue, I was a bit annoyed. That annoys me. That aggravates me. Are you like a dog, like where you can only hear certain frequencies? Possibly, I don't know. And what kind mm. of a dog would you be? Well, I'd like to be like you know the the Turner and Hooch, the Hooch from Turner and Hooch, like that kind of geezer. You know I see I mean? you more of a of a Chihuahua. A Chihuahua, not not the Beethoven type type one. Mm, maybe <coughs> maybe a crossover between. I think we need to actually have a bit more knowledge about uh, maybe a crossover dogs. between a, a bulldog and a Shih Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Dumb and Dumber. So uh, anyway, on a flight, I rewatched this. I rewatched it, uh, and uh, and I also then completed it on a streaming app. And it's my actual initial reaction ha- has improved because I've been able to kind of hear what's going on the the design is just amazing in in the in this film you know there's so many beautiful beautiful shots the cinematography is just breathtaking uh the production obviously is everything you expect from uh, from from Dennis Villeneuve and he took a risk because he called it Dune part 1 without actually getting part 2 green lit yes so which shows you the faith the guy has in himself and in what he was producing you know i like those kind of things right um a, an amazing uh, sweeping score by your man your hands your hands are all over me hans zimmer <laughs> uh, and the the the, the desert um or desert you know the desert imagery uh and 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 the filming of 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 kind of the the sand being swept along by the wind etc you know it took me back to lawrence of arabia you know, and and those kind of films of those times, right? When I was when I was younger, so it's, it's coming in for a lot of criticism for its white savior complex, mm. uh, particularly as it's, it's it's set in you know Middle Eastern or what would appear to be Middle Eastern kind of setting. But it didn't really bother me that much because I remember the 1980s Dune with Carl McLaughlin, uh, etc., and Sting, and mm. it was um, very similar. You know, I didn't, I didn't see. I mean, I think obviously it was a different time, blah blah blah, etc., etc. So maybe they could have done it differently. So I, I, I personally can't wait for the next part. You know, the the the, the sandworms. You know, there's a there's a scene yeah. when he's standing in an entranceway and the sandworm just appears you know in, in kind of darkness and then the darkness kind of shifts and you can see the teeth and it's just you're just like wow man you know it's really really impressive timothy chalamet is is uh, is really you know uh uh proving that he is uh he is a he can handle an, act, an actor mm. of, of a certain caliber mm. i mean zendaya is in it but she's not really in it you know, um, there are image, there are visions which she's very much a figment. Yeah, she, of, she, and of a lot of it is a figment of his hallucinations whilst on Spice, and then you see them kind of come to fruition, but they don't really come to fruition. So it's very trippy in that regard. It's it's my kind of film, really. It's my kind of film, and it's 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 an eight and a half, eight and a half, nine out of ten. I wow. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, one uh, point uh, point of note though is. Um, Oscar Isaac's character and Jason Momoa's character look very similar in this. So it was difficult kind of to tell them apart in certain sections, but maybe that's just my very poor eyesight. You know, there's a... Um, poor you know, eyesight yeah. joined with, with bad hearing. Yeah, bad yeah hearing, so all, mean, you know, even, even, even the Mona Lisa's falling apart, mate. So really, really solid film. 
it's a very convoluted, complicated book, and I, I think it's a valiant attempt at uh, a first part. And I'm glad, you know, he's made it more than just one film. And I don't usually say that, I, I, you know. It's like, you know, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, uh, The Two Towers, and then The Return of the King. People were like, well, that's a lot, a lot of inf- a lot of material for just three films. And they yeah. did turn out to be quite beefy films of like three three plus hours each, worked. right? They but might. they worked fantastically yeah. well. And I think I think he's really onto something here. I think this will really, really work, uh, especially if he maintains that kind of aloofness between um, prophetic and also reality that that this you know dance is a fine line on but yeah I I really I loved it Um, does he make I mean you said Denis Villeneuve he he took a he took a risk but I mean let's be honest when was the last time he dropped a clanger apart from Arrival huh no way you don't mean that I mean no I don't mean that but I I didn't think it was it wasn't my cup of tea but he doesn't make a bad film so for him to kind of he doesn't make a bad film but I mean the budget of this film must be huge right so so without being green lit for him to for him to kind of say well I'm I'm I'm, this is part one of uh, of of of, um, but I mean Prisoners Enemy Sicario Arrival Blade Runner Dune so it's 165 million budget that's right. estimated right? right it and it took Half. its worldwide gross is 400 and, i think that's i think that's Half. Four, 401 million 401 yeah, it must million be about 1840. half a billion so about half a so billion it's made about half a billion off a estimated $165 million budget so, yeah, so you've got to think about it from the studio's ex side like listen dennis we want you to make this film we're going to green light you blah 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 make june and then he puts slaps a part one on it without the studio execs knowing until the very last minute and says the film is not completed surprise exactly yeah yeah <laughs> guess who's coming to dinner so it's one of those um mm. you know it, it's 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 a gutsy move you know it's a, it, it is a gutsy move rebecca ferguson is very good in it as well mm. as she, she i mean is there anything that she's not very good in I, I can't remember really i mean the mission impossibles i think it's just a payday for her but apart from that she's she's relatively good in everything else she does and there's I love the voiceover effects when she's kind of controlling their minds and things like that. I, I love all that kind of stuff. It's very, very, very good film. Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I mean, it's all studied. Uh, Skellen, uh, 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 Stellan Skarsgård as well. So, yes. Uh, you know, yes. the, but, you know yeah. Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Dave Bautista, they're very Javier much... Bardem. Uh-huh. Javier Bardem. Yeah, they're very much side characters though, right? And then they will... I think in the second part they'll obviously have more of a role to play. I, you know, it's really, really well worked. I, I, I really, uh, there's nothing I can, um, you, you know, counter to 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 what you've just said. But um, again, just to echo some of the, I thought the soundtrack I loved absolutely. Lo- you know, I love a good soundtrack, but this was fabulous. Mm. Who, who, the, who did the? Who, did the uh, who was it again? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you know, Google it in a second and you mm. let me know. Um, I thought the acting was great. Uh, the, I love the um, it, what seems to be. I mean, even in the book, it, it, it's 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 arguably even more has, contains even more kind of back, inspiration back from like uh, the Arabic culture and, yeah. and and Islam and 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 Sufism more than yeah. more, more more specifically. But even in this, it does stick pretty close to the. the there's loads. There's tons of references mm. um, to uh, you know the Arab world and, and and the Middle East and, and the whole thing is kind of set in the desert. So which gives it that um, that vibe, that feeling anyway. But 
This is about as good, probably the sci-fi film of the year. I'd have, I'd have thought. Twenty twenty one, yeah. For twenty twenty one, I don't think anything, and it was deserving of the hype. I think because for a long time this was in the making. Who's going to make it? Well, mm. we, we found out it's, you know, it's 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 our boy um, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, just every, you know, even f- like little bits where the guy rose out of the mud. I think it was Dave Bautista took took take us takes us back to Apocalypse Now. You know, mm. gives a nod there. It's just, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing bad I can say about this movie. And the best thing I can say about this film is that over two and a half hours long, you didn't feel and it long. flew by. Yeah, it absolutely flew, flew by. I agree. And, and when you take into consideration the script is pretty minimal. Yeah, it's tight. It's, um, you know, hats off. Really, really good film. Solid. Next, quote, or no, give me a film. So we can do Werewolf by Night. We can do Werewolf by Night. Okay. So Werewolf. No, give me a quote. Give me a quote. Oh, is like it, is a it quote. time for the quote? Well, we can we can we can we can throw a quote in there. Throw a quote in there. Go okay. on, go on. This hit is me, an easy hit one. Me, then. Hit me, hit me, hit me. You hit had me, me at hello. Come on. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. Uh, lost in translation. This is gonna be lost in translation. Go on. You're not even going to try. That's it. Give me an impression. You had me at hello. Is it Bill Murray? No. I don't know. Jerry Maguire, 1996, Tom Cruise and Rene Zellweger. Yeah. What? That's classic. Cuba Gooding Jr. won an Oscar for that. Yeah. Show me the money. Yeah, I mean, good. But I wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. I liked it. Good for you. Next. Should we do The Watcher? Yeah, I haven't seen it, so let's do The Watcher. Okay, uh, this has been heavily pushed, promoted on Netflix. It being a Netflix original, came out this year, October 13th, in and around sort of the whole Halloween and Guy Fawkes and all that kind of thing. Miniseries, I think there were maybe six or seven episodes. Netflix um, production, drama, horror, mystery. A married couple moving into their dream home are threatened by terrifying letters from a stalker signed the watcher and, a, Watch. and um based on um based on true events apparently based on a, on a true story but very very loosely sort of loosely very loosely loosey very loosely very footloose um stars uh naomi wattage um bob cannon cannavale and uh and a, and a very old cannavale cannavale sorry have and, you seen uh, mr robot Yes, baby. He's, he's in that. He's a, brilliant in that. And it has a very old Mia Farrow in it as well. Well, she is very she old. Is, yeah, I know. I shouldn't really say that, but, you know. Well, you she, shouldn't really. No. But what I'm saying is that she looks even older, the character that she plays. Mm. So, um, saw the first episode. I thought, I love this. Loved it. Plenty of suspense. It's your typical, you know high rolling uh, exec 2.4 children decides to move into the burbs sick of new york and thinks you know i'm going to make my life here this is going to be my forever home um but as soon as he kind of strolls in neighbors kind of start looking up veering over the the, the bushes and kind of seeing oh hang about who's who's moved here seems relatively straightforward but uh bit by bit you start to hear bumps in the house uh, bumps at night time things shadows moving around random neighbors 
deciding to take walks um, on your lawn, cutting things that they're not meant to be cutting on your side of the fence, all kind of fairly, you know, low-level misdemeanors, let's just say. But it then kind of turns into this weird... It, te- it really... so annoying. This had the potential to be really quite good. Starts off strong, adds a little bit more spice to it, and then a couple of fillers, and then you kind of think, right, okay, so I know it's the usual it's Netflix gonna, formula, and you think, right, it's going to finish strong, and it's going to be good, and it's going to be um, what I want it to be. Um, decent performances, kind of slightly offbeat, neighbory f- performances from um, from other from from the likes of Mia Farrow and whatnot. How disappointing! How disappointing, so disappointing that the following day I came and t- to the office and spoke to my colleague and said, you know, I just, just, have you seen The Watcher yet? And he turned around and he said, no, nah, no, I haven't. I said, okay, I, I really will do my best to keep my comments to myself, but you know, whatever. Next day, have you seen The Watcher yet? No, I haven't really, I haven't seen the, I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Have you seen The Watcher yet? No, no I'm going to, right, let me tell you how rubbish this film is, right? Yeah, this this movie series, yeah. It annoyed me so bad the ending so bad that I just felt like why did I even bother really why did I even bother watching it and this is why I said I watched Midnight Mass after this because this kind of felt like having a good start at a restaurant pants main and then for dessert just I just I just, go, I, I just go just elsewhere. No 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 no, 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 dessert, for, for dessert, no, for dessert I go elsewhere. I eat midnight mass and wash that down because it was that pants. It's so kind of like it looks crap. It, it, yeah, it 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 ultimately te- falls off a cliff, and now I'm being very very. Have you polite seen Collateral with uh, Tom uh, Cruise? Tom and, Cruise. Right. Yeah, yeah, go on. So that started really well. Yeah, the the, the right with with, a, with 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 no with a you know with a hitman basically oh chasing the hiring a cab driver to yeah. take him round yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to perform his this is the Manhunter guy wasn't it yeah what's his name Mr Man David yeah Michael Man Michael Man and then that film just falls off a cliff with some you know Terminator two Tom Cruise kind of impression T one thousand kind of impression and. Whenever I see the adverts for these things, because I get the same adverts that you do, yes. um, I always think to myself, Is it, it looks good. Like yeah. It's tantalizing me with the trailer. But I know for a fact there's only two real ways that this, sto- this story can go. Either it's all in their mind or either it actually is someone. Yeah. Okay. And this neither. Was neither. And no- oh, wow. Okay. This was neither. So this is, there's three ways this can go then. Yeah, and no. So I, I, there was a watcher in reality, the, right? The, or they're imagining something. It's a supernatural kind of thing. They, 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 they so uh, it can, it, it can't go any other way than that, right? So, so you first, then it leads you to think that they're just imagining it. Right. That it was just that's classic. That, that it was just hey, guess what? It was just this nutty person, right? Person X. Then what they do is a bit of a da da dun da da dun da. You know, like in Saw. Oh, here's the reveal. And you just think, what? Mm. You think I'm stupid or something? Like, what, you've just had a dude just walk out of... The... I don't know, man. I quite like the original Saw reveal. No, man. the Saw was good. Yeah. The Saw was good, but I'm not talking about the rest of them. You just had a dude just walk up... Uh, uh, 
like reveal himself to be the actual watcher you just think don't man you just so many holes so many plot holes you you think yeah but hang about if he was the watcher then how did he how was he standing over there and and what about the, the the detective and the detective doesn't so make six point five of ten. It should have got 45, realistically, 45, realistically, votes. realistically. I think it will end up on a high five. I did read somewhere that this was getting it was getting bombed by critics, but it was in like the top ten. It was. It was number watch, one. Watch yeah, yeah, it was, on it was number. But then, and it was. I did. I did know, want to watch it. <laughs> it was one of but, the. Uh, I didn't think I would because I thought it didn't look like my. I, I I think the first couple of episodes. Doesn't give you though. First couple of episodes, you. Th- first couple of episodes, keeps you gripped, and then you think, oh, hang about this. Is, I, I may actually binge this, and then you think, nah, man. I again, again, this what is that thing. What are you gonna again, give it? No, no. Again, this is that thing, isn't it? Any six and a half thing, hmm. lures me in. Thinking, oh, I could go either way. Maybe they've got it wrong here. Maybe they've got it wrong. You watch that loo or something. That that That's the worst (laughs) thing I've ever seen. The trailer for that loo. And then it was that. It looks like it should be spelled L double O. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was trash, man. This was just. I gotta stop doing it. Like six. Why do you? I don't know. You're a sucker for a good trailer. That's the problem. I like thrillers. I like horrors and thrillers, and um, Michael Jackson. That's a brilliant. I, I watched the making of that man when I was younger. Years ago, yeah, I had it yeah. on VHS. Yeah, same here, VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you younger listeners out there, VHS yeah. was uh, before CDs. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's next? You want to do the Midnight Club? Uh, I yeah, go on. Let's do Midnight. Club. Okay, so the Midnight Club is another one by uh, Mike, Mikey Boy. Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. This looks good, man. Uh, okay. Oh no, it's not going to be good. No, no. I just had a look at it. Six point six. Is right. that is my is that is that is right. that um. So the the mid is that is that Twilight Zone. No, no, it's it's that that figure that I'm scared of now. Anything six and a half ish. Yeah. I just it lures well, me well, in. Don't 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 take around. don't take other people's opinions too highly. So 2022, The Midnight Club, uh, follows a group of eight terminally ill patients at Brightcliff Hospice who begin to gather together at midnight to share scary stories. Great premise. Okay. First of all, I've got to say, it's a great premise, isn't it? Terminally ill teenagers in a hospice together, meeting at midnight to just tell each other scary stories. Yeah. Okay. Really good premise. All right. To get by and to get by. Right. So uh, it's a Netflix production, Mm. as we've just said. No, I don't think we said. It's a Netflix production set in the 90s by uh, Mikey Mikey Flanagan of uh, of Midnight Mass and Haunting Hill um, fame. So the hospice has a history of cults. That's cults. LTS. Uh, the main protagonist is an Ivy League entrant, but due to sudden onset of uh, onset of the terminal illness, ends up in the hospice. After researching and finding that back in the '60s there was a survivor, there was a patient who went in there with a terminally ill patient who went in there, and then she walked out cured. Okay, so she thinks Did she walk this out, is her way out. Walk out to the soundtrack. I'm a survivor. I'm a. She did in the '60s. She so she predated uh, Destiny's Child by four or five decades, and she just thought, you know what? That's how ahead of the game I am. You ever heard of a time machine? Are we going hot tub time machining now as well? Anyway, point is, is uh, 
you know, the, the, the teens the teens meet at midnight and tell each other ghost slash scary stories. It's it, as I said, it is an interesting premise, and some of the stories are intertwined with uh, admissions and segments from their own lives. Okay, so and you, you kind of get um, an insight into these individuals prior to them turning up at the hospice. Okay, some 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 good performance. A bit of a from backstory the, as well. Yeah, some good performance from the young cast. Questionable decisions and choices made by. Uh, made by all of them, uh, especially the Ivy League uh, main protagonist entrant, uh, because you just think, well, you really? keep seeing, you know, her intelligence keeps coming up time and time again, and she keeps saying how intelligent she is, and people keep saying how intelligent she is, and then you think, yo, you've made a really, really stupid decision there. But you, they are terminally ill patients as well, so you kind of got to got to take that into <laughs> into account, you know. You know, they may have you know, relapse. They, they might they might not to. be they might not be uh, uh, thinking straight. So, you know, expected, it's, the pills. it's the pills. I blame the pills. Ex- expected Netflix production standards, a little slow in places, uh, given the teens impending life expectancy. Uh, it's not as crazy as I thought it was going to be. Uh, starts off well. Hmm, tails off after episode five with uh, uh, an ending that implies it will continue. Um, you know, you're dragged into a kind of whole cult kind of... Uh, you're not really selling it to me, man. You're not really. I mean, I, I put you... I put here seven out of ten ish. Oh wow! I mean, ish. I think okay. that's I think that's too strong. Personally, I think I was being particularly generous uh, when I wrote got this. Six point six. I, I I would probably put it at six ish. Yeah, I'd probably put it at six ish. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's not going to blow your mind, but you won't be too bored by it either. Is this not a great review? It, no, is is it, no? I mean, it doesn't sound. Again, I'm being sold by the uh, by the trailer here. I'm watching it now, and it has a, a, a lot of jump scares. There are a lot of I jump scares. I was just going to say, is it, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a right. lot of jump scares throughout uh, when they're regaling their stories of uh, you know their ghost stories. There's loads of jump scares in theirs in in those. Sorry, and then when they are in and around the hospice there's loads of jump scares there as well yeah um there definitely is are they, kind are of worthy a supernatural jump? kind of thing going on which is kind of forgotten about towards the end which mm. is strange as well um and uh i, I yeah I, I have to say i um i thought it was okay I mean that's that's the best word to use to describe it. It's okay. As I said, it starts off really promising. It's uh, not. Like it's not. You. It's not. It's not midnight mass uh, um, uh, level uh, by a country mile, but it is. Uh, it is definitely. But I'm surprised it's not like you to watch something like this. So what made you? What What made you think? Did you think the, it was... the boy? The boy Flanagan. Yeah. I mean, I saw his name on it and thought, you know, this is worth a watch. He, he seems to churn out some very very interesting. So did you watch midnight mass? I watched Midnight this. Mass during lockdown. Okay. When it came out, I think I watched right, it. Right, right, right. I think right. I watched that during uh, the, the, the first or the second lockdown. Okay. So I watched that then. And this I watched just um, in the last you, month or so. You thought you owed it to Mr. Flanagan. Yeah, I thought I owed it to him. I saw mm. the I saw the trailer. It was in the top 10 of uh, Netflix uh, mm. most watched shows. I think it still shows. is. It's, I'm, I think it still it is. W- it will appeal to uh, a wide spectrum of uh, 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 of the demographic warrior, you know what I mean. So mm. it is, it is, it is okay, but see, some some might 
so, now now I, I, now I, I don't know I what to do. I think you'll watch the first episode. Yeah. And you'll be like, yeah, this is really good. And then and you're going to get been... stung a la watcher style. The watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't... See, now I, I, I like uh, Mr. Flanagan. Mike. Mike. I'm going to call him Mike. Mike of... Um, Mike, who is not a mechanic. Um, so I probably will watch it. I like yeah. the whole idea of kids being... It takes me back to the Goonies or Stand By Me. Yeah, telling it's, uh, each other I stories. mean, it's not... Uh, they're not that young to be uh, the Goonies or Stand By Me. Yeah. And I was hoping for those kind of vibes. But that's been pretty much well done by Stranger Things now, hasn't it? So I think we're all, we're yeah. all, we're all done for, you know, the E.T., Stranger Things... Mm. Sorry, the E.T., Goonies, although Stand Netflix, By Me vibe. Although Netflix isn't, because they're releasing a fifth series or sixth series? Well, they have to or do seven. that, because it's just not... Uh, f- fifth? Sixth? Fifth, it will be, I fifth. think. Fifth. Yeah. I suppose it's their biggest produ- well, flagship, probably that and The Crown, I mean, they're maybe? they're spending a lot of money on it, aren't they? That and The Crown, I'd, I'd and imagine. They're, 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 they're really cutting down, they're really clamping down on uh, shared... Uh, um, adverts as well now. Yeah, adverts for for a, for a much um, reduced fee. You can get adverts in there as well. Yeah, interesting. Um, I, you know what, I probably check will, it out. Check I it out. Check the first episode no, out, and then will. let me know what you think. Did you end up watching Wu Tang? No, I haven't had a chance. The more I think about it, the more I think, you know what? I need to watch Wu Tang. So good, man. I need to watch Wu Tang. I do. It was so it. good, man. And and it, and every now and then you just think about I think about I think about a scene, and you think. Hmm. Yeah, and then it's accompanied by the music, and you just think, "Yo!" So I have I have seen a couple of other things that we'll discuss uh, next week. Um, one of them I'd like you to watch. Before Smile you, called the Bear. The Bear on Disney Plus. The Bear. I think it's called Bear or the Bear. Is this the one where he's being chased by? No. He's doing the chasing. No. The the bear's it's being set bear. in a restaurant. Is it about Peru, Peruvian bear? Who who loves uh, marmalade sandwiches? Who loves marmalade no, that's sandwiches. Paddington. That would be Paddington, wouldn't it? Yeah, I loved both of those films as well. I haven't. I can't do. Wasn't, wasn't he, oh, they're really really. Isn't good. the guy who who was rude to um, a hotelier, not a hotelier, a restauranter? Isn't he in those? Gordon Ramsay. No, the 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 the, the obnoxious British chap who's does the t- has a talk show and you got into trouble for recently. James Corden. Yeah, yeah him. No, I don't think. No, that's isn't he? that's Peter Rabbit. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, the kids liked it. I thought it was rubbish. Uh, but Paddington is awesome. One and two, brilliant. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Two is really... Hugh Grant is like... That's the best Hugh Grant's ever acted in his entire life in Paddington 2. Seriously, very, very funny. Mm, okay. Good comic turn. Might, by might give it a go. Um, what were you going to say? You, you, you were going to say something. Uh, see how they run as well. Why does that ring a bell? See how they run. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Smile. 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 Na, 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 na. Smile. Who'd you go to the cinema with? Tw- can't say. Smile. Twenty twenty two. This is a horror mystery mystery thriller uh, by Parker Finn. Thank you for the sound effect. By Parker Finn, starring um, Sosie Bacon. No relation to Kevin. Kevin. Good. Uh, Jesse T. Usher, no relation to Usher. Usher, good. <laughs> and and, and um, Kyle Galner. 
I don't no have I don't, to, I don't have anything for that one. No relation to I don't have anything for that one. Um, after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. I hadn't been to the cinema for a while. Mm. And I saw this and a friend of mine was like a true friend of mine who actually invites me to the cinema. Mm-hmm. Unlike certain individuals who are sitting opposite me said, mm-hmm. listen, why don't you come out for a bit? I know you've been under the cosh for a while. What with a newborn? And um, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll, I'll treat you. So guess what? I said, okay, fine. Let's, let's, was, let's do this. It was the I'll treat you. So, uh, no, I actually paid for him. So, um, yeah. yeah. Best so, treat. well, this is what it's about. So I get there, and um, so the main protagonist plays a um, plays doctor. a doctor, psychiatrist. Absolutely, lots of um, similarities and commonalities there on in my own life. Life there, mm. and she has these. The plot is fairly straightforward, but if I say, if I talk about it, there'll be massive. Plot spoilers. Well, don't. So I won't. But needless to say, this kind of by the numbers thing gets passed on by one person to another. So in that like sense, a ring. Yeah, it's like a ring type of thing, type of scenario. A ring type of thing. Ring type of thing. I really enjoyed it, man. Oh, good. I really enjoyed good, good, it. Good. It's been a while since I've seen a horror movie where I kid you not, two grown adults. Sitting there like this with the hoodies, really, in front, really. hoodies in front of the seat, thinking, "Please don't do this to me, not right now." And I'm expecting a jump. I'm expect- and it doesn't do. It. There's no loud, you know. There's a couple of jump scares I've heard. Yeah, one. Okay. I think one of note, but it does do this clever thing by it's very eerie, but it kind of gets you, and you think, <gasps> like, and we were both sitting there, but like, don't do. It. And I, I was beginning to actually feel my hands sweating. Sweat, you need to clam. get it checked out. Yeah, I do need to get it checked out. But <laughs> it, I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know what? With this sweaty the, hands. This is the best horror film I've seen since Insidious, and I really rated Insidious. Mm. I thought it was it was it was good. Which one? The first one, of course. Okay. It then kind of takes a. It's this kind of psychological thrillery type of feel, but it kind of changes into a. Don't paranormal say it, kind of thing right? paranormal activity and then you think oh, is it going to do but it's still just about maintains it maintains course mm. and still keeps you gripped although it then kind of becomes like you kind of think oh okay so it's that however it's still good enough to kind of keep you on your toes and keep you gripped and keep you kind of glued to the screen by the end of it there's some really creepy scenes in here, by the okay. way. There's some really weird stuff going on. It's good, man. Okay. It's a solid, strong horror film. Um, did they... you ever watch the Silent Hill movie? Yeah, I did. I did, right. and it I got, liked it. It got panned. Did you play the Did you play the games? I played the game. I never played the games. Mm. All right, but I watched the Silent Hill movie. I watched the Silent Hill movie. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. It's eerie, and there isn't were it? real moments in that. Like the pyramid head guy with the yeah, massive yeah, knife yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. the dismembered nurses 
who when you shine a, a, um, a torch on them mm. they move and when you, you know I really like things like that is this it is like a, is it like that no well apart from the final final scene right where it turns into a bit where it turns right yeah but before that it's very subtle hmm. it's very kind of subtle yeah so very subtle so tell me what's going on in your life and then you kind of get these front on shots of people kind of talking and moving from one to the other it's very is it like that unnerving. moment in the Joker it's when in the last scene Go he's on. laughing and the doctor says to him what's so funny and he says oh it doesn't matter you wouldn't get it anyway is it like that where you th- where it the, it makes you think did this happen or did this not happen no uh, no no it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't like that but um they're making a joke too you know well yeah, of course they had to didn't they this time of course they stand up yeah boom i don't think you have to be a horror fan to appreciate this okay. like like genuinely what are you giving it what are you giving it it's sad to see i mean it's it got a 6.8 i think it's a solid Seven and a half, seven point seven. Okay. I think you'd enjoy it. I think, like me, you'd probably think by by the by the, the final end. Act. Yeah, by the end, you think. Mm. But I thought that about Insidious. The final act of Insidious wasn't great. Yeah, it, w- it could have been better, but it was good, man. And 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 I did see a trailer for which I wish I hadn't, but I saw the trailer and I'm, I cannot wait to watch this film. By the way, mm. uh, I saw the trailer for for a film called Barbarian. Yeah, it's already out. It's already out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because my uh, the the people I know who went also saw the same trailer, and they were like, "Yeah, we need to go and watch yeah. this barbarian trailer." Looked. That's got a very high score actually, like eight point something on the. Uh, no, it's a little bit higher than this. Is it? Okay. Yeah, seven and one, seven one, seven two, something like that. Um, but I think it's just notoriously difficult for horrors to get a high score. So anything above six and a half is a high score in the horror genre, I think. What are your thoughts? I I agree. I think horror is. is I think horror the, and comedy are the one two. Of the, one of the hardest things to do now, um, because there's so many kind of there's so many you know quiet quiet bang you know quiet quiet jump horror films out there now, and they all seem to be making money because they all seem to be getting green lit. And they all seem to feature a cast usually of nobodies. Mm. Uh, so I think that's how they're saving a lot of money. They're not, you know, getting Tom Hanks or, you know, Florence Pugh or, uh, I don't know, I can't name any other. Denzel. Or Denzel, yeah, De- your man Denzel. Samuel. Uh, oh, yeah, Samuel. so that, you know, and I think that's how they save a lot of money. And I think that's how they keep getting made. All right. And I think um, they appeal to both adults reminiscing on their teenage years and teenagers actually in their teenage years so i think that's why they keep churning out horror movie after horror movie after horror did, movie did, did you see this had um you know there are certain films stand out horror for movies like i think it was it hollow man 7.1 i really liked hollow man no one else liked it no i, I really liked it but you know there were a terrible there, ending there were a couple of horrific scenes in hollow man do you remember at the restaurant you must remember the restaurant scene oh wait yeah, yeah. Hollow right. Man, Hollow Man, the the, the the new one, the latest. The remake. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was it was great. But do you remember that there was a horrific scene with the sister? Yeah. Right. And and have you seen Hereditary? And there was a horrific yeah. right that 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 scene. What do you think of Hereditary? I I liked it. Right. Hang about. Hang about. So you it know there. Me are, out, man. You know there are certain scenes 
where they stick with you that define a movie. Yeah. There are two or three of those. Oh, which will in define this. this for you. Yeah. Right. And you think, what? And for me, it makes it a very good uh, horror film. So I think it's well. I think you should watch it. I I'm going to. Well, well I'm worth, going to. I'm, well I'm probably going to wait until. Uh, it comes on um, the small the screen, the the small large screen I have at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, 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 it is definitely uh, um, on my need to watch list because I haven't seen a good horror film for a long, long time. And Midnight Club actually got me into the mood to watch a decent a horror, horror film. Yeah. I've been contemplating because it's on Disney Plus, on. rewatching Alien and Aliens because they're on Disney Plus. Save it for a nice time. Save it for a time where you think you know what. I think films like that, you gotta watch it when, where 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 the where the situation on a solar eclipse or something. No, where, yeah, when the situation is perfect, because it's such good film. What do you mean? Why do you have to watch yeah, it when the situation? Because, what's this, what's a perfect because, situation for you? Because, this is an interesting tangent. No, what's because the, what's the what's right, the what I mean is that you don't really want to watch them when there's nothing else to watch. You want to watch them where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Aliens. I don't want to be disturbed. I don't want to have any kids. I want to have. Dude, the right there's amount always going to be some, right something to watch. Nah, though. man, because these are classics. But there's always going to be something to watch. You don't, want, you don't watch. want them. You don't want anything coming in your way between you and the movie, and you just want to sit there and be like, "Wow!" All right. And then for it to be reminded, rather than a kid coming in or Mister saying, "Have you done this?" or doorbell going off or or running out of natural. Right. I'm, 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 I mean? I mainly watch most of my stuff quite late at night, anyway. Uh, I, I'm sleep deprived because of this because during the day you don't get much chance because of work and life right right so yeah I mean but this you, isn't going to be my second time of watching it'll be like my 15th or 16th time of watching but both that's, but when was the last time you watched it uh, probably a couple of years back a while I, I, back right yeah so why not optimum I've got Predator on there as well, which is just itching to be watched. Absolutely After watching Prey and being what a film. okay and disappointed all at the same time with Prey. I, I thought, thought Prey was decent. And that's what I mean. I thought it was okay and mm. disappointing mm. all at the same time. Um, so for that reason, I really want to watch um, uh, uh, Predator again. So I have uh, film, the, 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 the problem I've got here is, is because, of the, because of the show... Uh, I like to watch things which are fresh and current because people will be able to, whoever's listening, will be able to kind of keep up with it and 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 make their, uh, hopefully make their choices depending depending upon what we're we're talking about. Um, I'm pretty sure they don't, but the the, the thing is is that if I start <laughs> talking nice about alien and aliens, they're going to be like, uh, what's going on here? So I mean, Alien and Aliens are fantastic films. Which one for you? First one or the second one? The, the the kid in me who loves guns being fired obviously says aliens but the the, the 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 cinephile in me says alien simply for the fact that it was genre defining and I'd never seen a female lead as bad backside as Ripley and I'd never seen that before. I'd never, I'd never experienced that before. She was more of a um, heroine in the second one, no? right? But you were expecting it because of the first one. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Right? Yeah. You weren't yeah, expecting her because you got on, like yeah. Yafit Koto. You've got John it's Hurt. Fantastic. You've got all these. You've got all these. A, a great cast there. Um, uh, what's it? Ian Holmes, I think, as well as Bishop. Is Ian? Yeah, Ian Holmes is in it and everything as well. And you think to yourself. When you're watching it as a as a way too young kid to watch this this kind of film, mm. that well you're so used to 
the men taking over and running the show or running the ship <laughs> mm. in this in this sense but it doesn't it doesn't turn out that way you know you know you got tom um uh, um tom skell skell what's his name tom skell tom selick no it's not tom selick what's his name <laughs> tom hanks no man the the tom thumb Tom Tom Skerritt right yeah you got Tom Skerritt in it and all this kind of stuff as well and for me as a piece of cinema which I never watched in the cinema Alien is as close to perfection as perfection can be even the special effects stand up in today's light yeah I would um, it's that thing T1 or T2 Alien or Aliens see T for me T2 I would say See, I, w- I would say Terminator 1 is a better film. See, Terminator 1 was superb. But Terminator 2 took the idea of Terminator 1 and yeah. made it into something more. Whereas Aliens expanded on it, but didn't really improve upon the initial idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, but, but I would argue that in Terminator 1... Hmm the main you know the, the terminator you are petrified of course of this of this thing and then, but then you're also and then in the petrified second, and then in the, the second, second one but then in the second one the thing that you was he's almost befriended and for me that kind of somewhat smoothed the peril and the idea of this unstoppable thing and you knew you kind of knew then right you, you will be able to protect john connor from What's what, right, what in, may or may in, not happen? In, in, you see what I mean? It took that. Yeah, but edge, in Terminator One, off. you've got took that edge just a human being, a couple of human beings against. Yeah, but, but I mean, come on, the right. the, the, the the visuals. Yeah, no, it's the, the an script, amazing, the script, amazing The idea, film. yeah, the idea of it. I mean, the second yeah. one was was basically just a re. Second one was the, fir- the first one rehashed. Really, I, I, I'm I'm doing it a disservice, but you know what I mean in terms of an idea. And the They're tagline just the for Alien in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah. You, you can't mess around for, with for, the tagline for me, like that. For me, for me, the first Alien, a- mm-hmm. Alien, and you're going T1. And, and you, T1. So you're, you're a yeah, purist. You're going Alien, yeah, you're going me, T1. Yeah. See, I'm going Alien, and I'm going T2. Yeah, you're confused. I'm not confused. And that's a wrap for this week. I'm Ibs, he's Raz, confused. And that was another episode of Movies, TV and Tangents. Thank you for listening and putting up with us. As always, if you like the show, please tell a friend, family member, and or colleague. We can be contacted via moviestvintangents.gmail.com. And remember, we're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at moviestvintangents. That's all for this week. Uh, stay safe, people. What are you going to do when you... You're going to the gym now, aren't you? Go to the gym and then hit some food. Mm-hmm.